Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake and my lovely wife, Lisa, from upstairs. Hey, babe. Hey, baby. And uh, this week we have a, uh, a theme to our hate, my hate, and that is traveling. Uh, I know that there are COVID restrictions going on right now, but a, uh, a young lady got married this past week or a couple weeks ago, and this was not a wedding I was going to miss. This uh, young lady was effectively like almost like another daughter to Lisa and me. Yes. She was, uh, she lived with us for a very long time with her parents while her parents were in the military and, uh, not with her parents, not with her, with her mom, but with her both mom were in the military, right? Both parents were in the military and they spent a lot of time over at our house. And, uh, this young lady and my daughter are pretty much like sisters. They, we love, we love this girl very much. We still love her. And Absolutely. now she has gotten married. So we actually all got into planes, got into different planes and went down to Texas and, uh, saw the, uh, saw the wedding happen, which was very nice. It was, it was an outside it was a very wedding nice at a wedding. ranch. It was so, outside wedding at a ranch. That's right. Their yep. ranch. At their ranch. Cause that's what they did when they retired from the military was they bought a ranch in Texas, which is great by the way. Uh, got to drive around the ranch. It was a wonderful little piece of land with the cows and the sheep. Yep. And the uh, wedding was gorgeous. We uh we we spent some time in a lovely lovely little town called San Saba, Texas, which is like this crossroads town. They had this one hotel. It was a bougie hotel as far as I'm concerned. It had oh, yeah. a suite of a king suite which Joe and I ended up getting and it had uh, five other rooms. And we took up half of the hotel, <laughs> right? <laughs> which was great. And they had a nice coffee shop and a winery two doors down. And there's a story about the winery we'll get into later. Just across the street, they had Harry's of San Saba. Mm -hmm. Yes, they did. Which is a great place if you need to buy an awesome cowboy hat. <laughs> we had our first um, tomahawk steak. Yep. At the pecan something or another. Well, well, let's uh, let's not gloss over the the Harry's trip, right? Because That's I came back in from a run this afternoon, uh, <laughs> as we usually do, and then you guys come over and we have dinner, and I, I come in, and and who is there standing in my dining room? But Joe wearing his cowboy hat and western jacket, Doug Dimmadome. <laughs> That's right, looking like Doug Dimmadome. <laughs> So my hat is black, not white, like Doug Dimmadome's. And it doesn't reach the sky. <laughs> and, right? But uh, so what happened was I, 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 I planned on going down there and wearing my jacket down there. And we get in the rental car as we're driving to the, to the, uh, to the hotel because it's like a two-hour drive from the airport to, to the – it's out in the middle of nowhere in, in Texas. Except, well, San Salvador is not really – it's a crossroads. But I, I go – halfway through the trip, I go, I forgot my jacket. I can't go to the wedding without my jacket. And Lisa says, well, maybe they'll have a place that has jackets there. So we walk into Harry's and I said, do you guys have jackets? And she goes, yeah, we have some jackets on clearance back here. And old cheap Joe goes, cha-ching, clearance. <laughs> Let me take a look at those jackets. 
And uh, uh, there you are f- you found a nice. It is a nice jacket. There are not a lot of guys my size in Texas, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because they're all hardworking ranch hands, and I'm some lazy guy that sits behind a computer and all all day and types code. But I found the jacket size for me. Yeah, it, that part of Texas probably right yeah and uh everybody else was going through the story this story is enormous it was big it was it probably it took up i think it spanned like four different stores yeah yeah yeah, like three or four separate storefronts uh like buildings it it took up and i go to the to there's a boot section like the the it used to be just it looks like it used to just be a boot store right and you go into this boot this boot room and it smells amazing. Yeah, the whole the store leather. smelled oh, amazing. Yeah. It's wonderful. But there's a sign that says hats and points upstairs. And I'm like, hats. <laughs> I'm gonna get me a cowboy. I like hats. <laughs> I have a pirate hat. I have a uh I have an Italian old Italian baseball hat, Koofy. I have uh all my baseball hats that I like, my American baseball hats. Uh, maybe I, I go upstairs and find a nice hat. And um, lo and behold, lo and behold, found myself a very nice hat from a company called Rodeo King. Uh, the, the, the Actually, let's be fair. Jake found the hat. Jake, that's right. Jake did find, I Jake did find found the, hat. the hat. And I bought a hat. And it, his hat looks amazing, so much so that the other two guys said, Hey, I want a hat like well, that. That's well, exactly what happened. I think they all would have looked good just because cowboy hats are pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But. You, uh, they, what, this was the cheapest one they had because cowboy no, hats are not cheap. They, they did have cheaper hats, but well, those, the those cheaper are hats like were the, the wicker, wicker ones. Yeah, the wicker ones. But and the, I was looking at a wicker one. The wool ones yeah. are, are nicer, I yes, think. Yes, agreed. They, they look so nice. They, they, they look nicer, and I think they're sturdier. And there was a lady up there helping us. Yes. And if you Her were going to wear one to a wedding, you wanted the nicer one because yeah. it does look dressier. Right, exactly. Her name was Inez, and she was fantastic. She helped us get these hats sized and get them on us. Um, and she said, this is a good hat. It's an entry level hat for it's uh, entry level. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, that's good. Cause I do not want to injure myself on one of these advanced hats. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't think that joke was funny. She didn't get you, uh, <laughs> but, but it was like, it's a hat. It's, it's not going to hurt you. Right. What are you talking it's a about? Hat, you city slicker. But she steams it up, puts it on my head, puts it on every, uh, oh, it's a great looking hat. It's a good looking it is. And with your yeah. jacket. And with my jacket, anyway, it though, great. I just, I showed up. I'm all sweaty from running and I'm tired and I walk in and here's this strange looking man <laughs> looking like, uh, looking like he's, he's, he's about Ticks. to have a shootout in the center of town. Right. And I'm just like, it's like tombstone. Hi, Joe. Walked in, huh? Yeah. <laughs> looking like Wyatt Earp. Yep. I had to wear the hat home because I didn't put it into the, uh, into the box. Yes. So I wore it on the plane home. Uh, and then just wore it all the way home. When I got home, my dog went bananas. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she, she hated it. it. She's like, "Who are you? Who is this she guy?" She's barking at me like she, she doesn't know old, who I am. She did no idea. <laughs> Hats and beards, right? So I took the hat off, and as soon as I took the hat off, she goes, "Wait, that's Hi, Joe." Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe, you can't. There's a guy in a black <laughs> hat running around here. <laughs> Where is he? You see him? But so to get back to the flight, though, right? You uh, you pointed out to me. Very, uh, you made you made a point of, of telling me that you were not the only one with a cowboy hat on that flight. That That's south, right. On that Southwest flight. That's right. We, I was, there was at least two other people on that Southwest flight with a, with a cowboy hat on. And you know why? And that's going to get to my first thing, uh, first thing of actually hating here, this, this episode, and it's Southwest. Oh, here we go again. No. Right? I thought when, you were beyond that. When, nope. Every we bought time our we tickets. talk about flying or traveling, 
Southwest always comes up. Right, I and I don't know why I keep job. flying these guys. Probably because they're always on time and they have the lowest fares, right? But I still can't stand what they did in this. What did they do? We, when we bought these tickets, we're like, hey, you know what? There's going to be the empty. The middle row is going to be empty. No, the middle they column's going to be empty. Never guaranteed it. They didn't. They did. They guaranteed it up until two days before we left. Oh, that's because of COVID restrictions right. changed. I got an email that said, hey, we're going to start packing our planes full again. And we can't even find a way to guarantee that you won't be sitting next to somebody on your flight down. Now, on our flight down, we actually did have a space between us. Right. But on our flight back, that plane was 100% full. Yes. So we had the six of us and Every seat two was rows. Every seat was full <laughs> in that plane. And I think that's a little early be doing that well you know it is what it I is i think you and... wait till at least 50 percent of the population is vaccinated before you start doing that i think that was southwest jumping the gun well the uh the um we were able to all sit together so we were right so as lisa said we land we land and we we drive in the uh in in the rental car to san saba and we get to this nice hotel right which is a nice quiet it- it's very it, nice. It was the only very one nice, especially right. considering the, the town. It was, it was a very small town. I did not expect it to be as, as Lisa said, as bougie as it was. Right. It, it was very was. bougie. It was. Oh, my but gosh. We had fun. This is a problem I've noticed with hotel rooms, and this hotel was no exception. In fact, my last professional trip was a trip to Phoenix back in 2019, and that hotel had the same problem. And I'm noting this, noticing this more and more in hotels, and that's – Something I like when I go into a, into a hotel, even if it's only me in the hotel room, I like a bathroom door that I can close and lock. And hotel rooms don't have that anymore. Now they have these <laughs> barn doors that slide close and leave it. like these big gaping holes on either side of the door. I love it because I'm not ashamed for to the peeping in front Toms of my to look in and go, you're peeing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I am not ashamed. You know, it's, and I will tell you this it is. Perfectly fine if you're on your own, right? It's it's less of in a. Do you it's have a problem, problem. in front of me? No, Lisa. It's not about that. <laughs> but when Jake knocks on the door and I'm in the bathroom, I don't want to have to worry about Jake coming into well, the all room. All you have to say is Jake, a poop, and come back later. <laughs> all right, Joe. <laughs> now, now there was a one of the hotels we did like slightly separate trips. We yes. ended up meeting together for the wedding. Yes, but before that, we we had uh, we had some other stuff we were taking care of, and at the one hotel that uh, uh, Kayla and I went to, it didn't have that. It was an older hotel, and it had just a regular door. Beautiful hotel. But when you well, no, this is one before that. Before that, yeah, okay. we were, we stayed in a couple different places, uh, and the the one before that we, we had a regular door on the bathroom, but it actually had another door to have access to the coat closet. In the bathroom. That's cool. I So I said, I, like, it's a small thing, but that's really neat because now you don't have to leave the bathroom to get dressed. I like that. And you don't have to uh, bring your clothes into the bathroom to steam them. You can just right. open that door up and turn the shower on and let the steam waft into the, into yep. the sh- closet. Get to de-wrinkle them clothes. Yep. Without having to to do anything, having to move them. That's great. That's I'd love to have a hotel room that had that. It was, and it was a, a small bathroom feature. door that locks. Yeah, it was a small feature, but it was great. Also, though... The whole the it had a full kitchen, like a full kitchen. Like See, that's stocked. a suite. That sounds it like was you have a, a legit suite. suite that had the stove, refri- full refrigerator, everything, and it makes had sense pots for the and area pans that you were and utensils in, though, you know and everything that? that you would need. 
makes sense for the area that you're that you were in. Yeah. One more thing I want to say about San Saba before we move on to the next thing. Cactus. Agave Jalisco. That that was a very good restaurant. That was that this you drive down the road. It's there's a restaurant called Agave Jalisco there, uh, and it is awesome. They serve breakfast all day long, so if you're going there for breakfast, it doesn't matter when you're going. Their breakfast is delicious. Cactus. They serve cactus with breakfast, which is I've never had cactus before. It was amazing. But I find myself wishing that I had cactus. We were talking here. about that today. Yep. Where can I get some cactus? There's nowhere around here to get cactus. Jake. We don't know that. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't buy a cactus around here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe Uncle Julio's has it. That'd be like buying crabs in like Colorado. No. Yeah. No. No. Don't do that. Yeah. No. Let's go get. To the, let's go to the crab place in Kansas. <laughs> you go to Kansas, you get beef or you get barbecue. That's what yeah, you get. Yeah. Don't. Don't get seafood in Kansas. By the way, I love going to Kansas City, too. That's another great city to go to. Kansas City, Missouri. Their art district is amazing. Yeah. There is one thing about traveling during that trip. What? That you hated? Hate is strong. I I use it only when necessary. Stressed beyond words is exactly what it was. (laughs) Is seeing your daughter and son-in-law. So they come running down the hallway and as soon as they got to us, right, and, and the furthest point they could possibly be <laughs> at the gate, at the gate, yeah, they, uh, Joe the and I get in, and we had to stand up. And she looked at me; her face is red. She went, "We made it." I said, "How was that burger?" <laughs> and then I started getting in the line and laughing with Joe all the way because <laughs> we were pre-boarding. Yeah, right. Which kind of leads me to my next hate. Was the burger good? We never yes. heard about the burger. It was good. I took a picture of the white wall and just was uh, photoshopping in a, <laughs> a, a name of the burger. And I was like, well, you're not going to believe this, but they have one of these here. <laughs> was it plain missing good? I heard about that. <laughs> we loved it. We're just teasing so, you. You know it. It was a so fun trip. This, this brings me, because we were pre-boarding when you were showing up, which brings me to my next thing. I hate having to travel as a hematology patient. Since I've had these blood clots now, I have to make sure that I'm sitting in an aisle seat, right? So yeah. I have to sit. I, it, if I don't get a good boarding position with Southwest, I, I and I don't, I'm not certain I'm going to get an aisle seat. I go up to the lady. I go, I have to pre-board, <laughs> and she goes, You have to have a medical condition to pre-board. And I say, I have a medical condition. It requires me to pre-board. I really don't like doing this, but I promise I'll go right to the back of the plane and just, I just need an aisle seat because I'm going to have to stand up for 15 minutes every hour and a half to two hours of this flight. And I have to do that because my doctor said that's one of the things I have to do. Yeah. And they just go, okay, you're pre-boarding. You say, I have deep and I'm like, vein. me too, me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get to take one person with me, and that's Lisa. I, I, you go up to me and say, I have deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> Thrombosi. <laughs> Thrombosis is the history of that. This was the first time I flew flown with a defibrillator. Oh, that's and right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I almost forgot. Do you believe that? And you had to go through the metal detector? Did you go through I, the Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't go through that. I was like, I have a defibrillator. And I and then they had to pat down and then of course it comes up where it is. There right. was a different On the X-ray machine, machine I had to get into. And I said, It's right there. They said, That's odd. I was like, 
that's where it is. They don't have it in my chest. Then you can see that. Right. And I said, I have a card. They said, that's okay. And then they let me go. Yeah, because you actually have a card from the manufacturer of the I device. I have to, right. It says, don't wand this thing. <laughs> yeah. Because she's grabbing everybody on the right. way down. Licking palms and grabbing hands. <laughs> and man, if that thing would go off, oh you'd, be, you'd feel pretty tired after that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd be fast asleep. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Uh, because I hate how tired I am after, after any of these trips. Like today we had to drive back from, we Four opened, hours. yeah, we opened up our camper. Uh, one of the, one of the things about owning a camper, uh, is that you become subject to the whims of the camper or the needs of the camper. And the camper has been through like the winter. Like a petulant child. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the camper went through the winter and we had to go down there and get all the antifreeze out on the lines and get it ready for the season. We could have done that at any time. We could have done that in July and it would have been fine, but we wanted to get down there. I don't want that honest. alcohol sitting in those lines that long. I really don't. I like to clean it up a little. I like to get Alcohol, it. you say? Yeah, it's not, not the kind you can drink. It's Aww. it's uh, antifreeze alcohol. I don't well, know. Well, I can drink anything. <laughs> right. It's just whether at or least not once. it's good for me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh like driving back home today uh we i have i have to stop every two hours and then uh, we have to uh you know we have the dogs in the car and it, it, by they the time did great. they did awesome they are good dogs they are fantastic dogs they are great driving traveling dogs i am i couldn't be happier with that i don't i don't know i've ever even seen better traveling dogs but by the time i get home at like 3.30 in the afternoon today, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. By the time we got to San Saba, Texas, I needed a nap. That has nothing to do with anything other than us being kind of out of shape. Let's, let's call it what I, it is. I think you might be right. That I think I could probably improve my response Not by just you, a little of bit of exercise. Yep. So I think next time I have to go on a, on a trip, I'm going to get all my luggage and just start walking the dogs with my luggage. <laughs> for like two weeks ahead of time and then see if that makes the trip a little easier i don't know i think i'm in okay shape right and i still was kind of tired i think it's just different beds different sleep patterns just, just different it's i think traveling is just exhausting well i mean specifically i had gotten up fairly early drove to the airport went through all the stressful processes there got on the flight you know had to stand around in lines and then got on the flight. Now, thankfully, I was in an aisle by myself, but it's still like the seats still aren't very comfortable because they're always super upright. Right. You know, and it always hurts my back. So, like, my back was tense the whole time, uh, even though I did nap a bit. But then I got out and then I had to go through, get my luggage, go to the rental car place, get the rental car, uh, get in the, you know, get in the car. Now I have to drive an hour and it just, yeah, I was tired after that. It's a pain. I was. I had gotten up at like four o'clock in the morning, and I got to where I was going two o'clock in the next time zone. Right. That's that's a decent chunk of time. Yeah. Heck yeah. Where I, I'm just doing things nonstop. I mean, all, well, there was the nap. I did have like a thirty minute nap, but still. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Ugh. I just don't like it. It's exhausting, and I, and that's one of the things I hate about it. But you know what? Always getting there is good. Seeing, I was gonna say everything good outweighs all the bad. Seeing little power. girls get married as grown adults is worth the trip. I yep. think we had a good time. Yep, had a great time, had a blast. Jake, that's it for me for this week. 
What do, what do we have from the listeners? We've got a couple things here, Joe. All right. First one is from the worst podcast in the world. It wasn't from us, though. No, I didn't say. <laughs> yeah. I'm not calling them the worst podcast in the world. They called it themselves that. All right. Um, but Well, thank you. That means that we are at least the second worst <laughs> podcast in the world. That reminds me of a uh, this this one thing I saw. I forget even what it was, but the basic gist of it is you're such a loser, you would even get second place in a loser contest. <laughs> Why wouldn't I get first? Because you're a loser. <laughs> oh, before we go on, we have to talk about this. We uh, we cannot have talk about our trip to San Saba or a trip to Texas without talking about watching the rodeo on the oh. Cowboy Channel. Oh, my yes. gosh. I can't believe we almost forgot about so this. So Joe's sitting there in his hotel room wearing his Rodeo King hat and says, there's a Cowboy Channel on the TV. So, so in out comes the bottles of wine and glasses, and on the bed we sat We're all watched. sitting in my in our room, at least in my room, watching the Cowboy Channel, watching the rodeo, and they're doing all like the steer roping and yeah. the, the, the horse riding, the bull riding. And then it's like halftime, and they say, get ready for – the ghost riders. Uh, it's, it's, uh, the, it's the ghost, right. I don't know. It's the, it's the ghost rider. Uh, the, uh, America's number one ghost riders or something like that. Yeah. And they, they bring out these, these goats right a- into the middle. And I'm like, okay, goats rodeo makes sense. And then you see the dogs come out like these Australian shepherds <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, they're going to have a herding demonstration, but Nope, nothing could have prepared me for this. <laughs> There are monkeys riding these dogs. <laughs> I thought they were stuffed animals until they started they, guiding these they are actually, things. I don't think the monkeys are doing any guiding. They're riding these things like motorcycles. But they were holding on. But they, are, they weren't they weren't, weren't strapped on. They weren't no. these monkeys are actually on the backs of these dogs. These dogs have saddles. Jo- legit and they got cowboy the hats on. <laughs> the, chaps. Little asses chaps. chaps and everything. They do. Oh my gosh, it was the funniest thing. We almost we had the, I was completely unprepared for that. It was probably the most entertaining bit of television I've ever seen. I would have seen. loved to have gotten a picture of our faces when we saw that <laughs> happening. I would have loved it. That would have been my Christmas card. I would, I, I'm generally entertained by rodeos, but I would go to a rodeo just to see that. That yeah. was the best thing we've was, seen. That, that was, was awesome. It was amazing. It was monkeys on, <laughs> monkeys on dogs herding goats. And if you Google that, you'll get a video of this team. That should be the picture of this podcast. I'm it was incredible. You right now. <laughs> they were they were incredible. It was amazing, and very entertaining. And the dogs are amazing because you think about <laughs> tra- a monkey riding on your back. I mean, <laughs> you're a, a, a monkey dog. on their back. Now you've got to do it with a, a literal monkey on your back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> what do we got from the listeners, Jake? We've got. The worst podcast in the world. Right. They hate toll roads. Ah. I don't need to worry about them in Michigan, but it seems like as soon as we leave the state, toll roads are everywhere. Aren't taxes used for roads? Why then are we paying tolls to use these roads? Someone explain this to me. Well, here's why. It's another tax on, on the use of the roads. Yeah, your taxes do go to pay for the roads. And not just not just a regular tax. It's a tax on the gasoline that you purchase. So unless you buy an electric car, you are paying a tax on the roads for every mile that you drive, literally. And why do they then put tolls on there? Because they know people will pay it and people don't have other choices and, and they, will, they will pay the money rather than going the less 
time-efficient, toll-free route. That's well, why. there you go. Uh, toll roads with Joe. It's another money grab. <laughs> That's why. But yeah, you're right. Our taxes. I'm would... telling you what. If there had been a toll road for Jake and Kayla to get to the airport faster, what do you think they would have they done? They would have taken the toll road. Absolutely. That is what you do, right? They it's act, worth well, it. They have I in some parts of Texas, that we in Austin specifically where I flew into, there's this one spot that just I was not prepared for it. I was very confused. Um, I ended up getting out of the airport and the highway immediately becomes like a toll road and I didn't notice it right away. So I had to get off at the first exit and I did and I ended up paying like, like a dollar or two because of it, but it wasn't that big of a deal. But was, it was weird is there's like layers of roads. You had the toll road running down the middle and then on the outside of that was the non-toll road, right. which was just another highway that was parallel to this inner highway. And then on the outside of that highway is like another Local smaller lanes. highway. Yeah, it's not like a, a free like a big super freeway or anything like that, but it's a two-lane road going one way on that side that so if you're on the toll road and you want to get off at a on a road going perpendicular to your current direction of travel, you have to exit off the toll road onto the highway off and then merge all the way over to the other side and Jeez. then exit off of that road onto the uh, the outer road and then merge all the way to the right of that just to make a turn <laughs> on that road going to the other way. And I'm like, this is yeah, crazy. Yeah, I would have a meltdown. So that's what happens when you have nothing but land. Oh, yeah. they <laughs> like had Texas. It, that Yes. It had, they had all the space in the world. Right. And so they could... And and these things are just going straight for hundreds of miles. You could never do that here in Maryland. I mean, there is yeah. they're they're widening two seventy over in the Frederick County road in in Virginia. That's in uh, uh, Springfield, Springfield. In Franconia. I remember when it was just a like a regular a beltway four, exit. A four lane, <laughs> and now it's like spaghetti. It is just <laughs> insane. Yeah, and some of the and some of those things like you get to Dallas. And it's and you won't believe things, some of the roads we found in Yeah, Dallas. I made one a wrong things, turn. Surprise. One of the things on the highway. One of the things in, in Dallas that was crazy was we drove through a bunch of these like all these roads going up and around and over us and Kayla goes, you know, with all this space around them, they decided to really build up. Right. Like because right. they have, you know, this sets of exits going over this one and then this one going over this one. And it's like these are the size of skyscrapers, these these exit ramps. Well, Jake, it gives them more places to put pictures of Tom Landry's hat. That's yeah, right. That's that right. They had a whole highway. If you're a Cowboys oh. fan, go def- drive on the Tom Landry Memorial Highway. They have just <laughs> pictures just of his good. hat it just all over the place. Good. It's amazing. They take that. They really take that seriously down there, man. They are not joking around no. about Tom Landry's hat. <laughs> What's next, Jake? Next. I, I think I, I hate toll roads, too. Yep. <laughs> Hate them. There you go. I, I, I hate when you inadvertently I, take one too. I don't hate them. I do. As long as they aren't out of control, expensive, I find that there's less traffic on them, and that I'll get somewhere faster. I'm all in. Next, we've got Alice from Facebook. Uh huh. She hates the travel restrictions. She lives in Canada. Ah. Yeah. Well, we have travel restrictions here. We did for a while. Um. I hate those. Yeah, I hate. I hate not being. It's the worst. Yeah, I hate that. I ha- that I haven't been really able to travel for about a year. Uh, not that I would have, but I don't like being told I couldn't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, a, that I, is a I, fact. I I'm laughing because I agree. I, absolutely. <laughs> right. I think we're all in agreement. What's next, Jake? 
Next, we've got Sheila from Facebook with the rant of the week. <laughs> Sheila! And we got to get Sheila on this show. Oh, boy. <laughs> is it a rant? It is very good. Buckle up, everybody. Get it? Buckle up, because we're you know, traveling. traveling. Got it. Uh-huh. We're going to travel through this hate here. <laughs> Sheila says she hates mostly that my husband and I travel very differently. So if he is coming along, I need to compensate. Sheila travel involves a highway in the middle of the night with the goal of arriving at your destination at the time the kids will wake up so they sleep through the trip. There is a focus on making time. If we say we're rolling out at 4.53, it's best to be buckled in at 4.52. Rest stops are your time to pee, get a snack, get coffee, and get gas. It is possibly a time to establish the next driver status, 20-minute maximum. You will be warned of the impending stop with the announcement rest area in three miles, which is code for get your shoes on. This is going to be quick. When the car stops, all doors open. Take care of your business. We get to places efficiently. I love her. Husband travel (laughs) seems to have a general time to leave morning, afternoon, never night that may or may not be met. There are going to be multiple stops to eat lengthy sit-down meals at barbecue places that magically appear on the side of the road that someone has seen on diners, drive-ins, and dives. The music is generally more of a topic of conversation and may be used to torment the back seat at any time. It is an excellent time to educate your kids on 80s hip-hop. It isn't a fast way to travel, but it is hilarious. And the barbecue is always good in fairness. But if we're traveling together, I have to plan in time for the journey yes i love it that's correct i love it i will say this though i think i'm more of the i understand sheila's rigid discipline about travel but i think i'm more in her husband's camp (laughs) particularly with the stopping at the barbecue place remember the last time we were in texas (laughs) Yes. we were driving from houston to to see our friends who we just visited and we get out about about an hour outside of houston and there's a sign that says wood-fired barbecue 73 miles And Lisa goes, where do you want to eat lunch? And I said, I want to eat lunch there. Right. And we keep driving. It's the last billboard that we saw. I I remembered the exit exit number. The only billboard we saw for the, for the thing, but I remembered the exit number. We get to the exit number. We pull off and it's right there. Right. And we go in and it's, it's wood fired barbecue. The guy says, there's only like three places in Texas that do wood fired barbecue. And we go in there and we're sitting there eating. We're like, what's good. We have never eaten here. And the people are telling us, Oh, get this, get this. And we sit down and the owner comes out. Cause they he, found that we were from, we were out from out of town. Yeah. And yeah. he goes, where are you guys from? And I said, well, you know, when I, when I'm traveling in Texas, I go, we're from Baltimore. He goes, my favorite baseball players from Baltimore. <laughs> And I'm expecting him to say Cal Ripken Jr. or something like that. And I say, well, who's your favorite baseball player? He goes, Boog Powell. And I go, funny, oh you should gosh, say that. Oh, my gosh. My daughter and I just met him <laughs> and had our hat signed earlier this week. Here's a picture. So Lisa, His jaw drops. Lisa pulls out a picture of this guy's favorite baseball player. Well, well hang on. There's context here that people, if you don't know, Boog Powell as like currently has a barbecue stand at right. the Orioles Stadium, yep. Camden, Camden Yards. That's like, so this is this is cosmic, right? It's amazing. It's, and I said, do you know that Boog has his own barbecue restaurant? He goes, I know. That's why he's one of my favorite player, <laughs> yep. players. I'm like, yeah. Well, and you, he's if you go to Camden Yards and there's a and you look out to center field, there's always this big pillar of smoke coming out of Boog's, that's Boog's place. That's Boog's place, <laughs> and. Nine times out of ten, if you walk up there, 
Boog Powell is sitting there with a line of people waiting to get pictures for him. And he's just sitting there. Uh, shooting the stuff. Yeah. Shooting the breeze, talking to people. And he's not charging you to take pictures or sign autographs. He just does it. And he's a great guy. And everybody's his girls. Oh, there's my girls. <laughs> and the man, the man has hands that are massive. Massive hands. That's why he was such a great first baseman. There you go. Did not miss a catch. Um, so, yeah. Sheila, I'm <laughs> wait, a wait a minute. Going? Wait a minute, though. Hang on, Joe. So let me. They have gloves for that. That's right. Let me take this back. He's to a good thrower because of his hands. Right. He fills the glove. But, Sheila, that would never have happened with your methodology. That only happens with your husband's methodology. So getting there is half the fun. I, I, so Unless I, you Sheila, have a plane I, to hit. I'm going to, yeah, unless you have a plane and a really good burger that you want to get. Good one, good one. How was that burger? It had to have been good. You made the plane, Jake. You know what? That's all that matters. That's the important part. You guys got on the plane. Well, it wouldn't have been as bad. I'm going to, I will say this. It wouldn't have been as bad if there wasn't, there is not a single place in Texas that isn't under construction. Yes. That's true. Every single road we were on was under construction at one point or another yep and for some reason in waco in waco texas there was like the three lane highway on either side was down to two lanes because they were some sort of construction going on all the way through the center of town which is the worst possible place for it to be because even then on a sunday afternoon it needed all three lanes I and we didn't say, have Jake, all three we didn't lanes. have any of that at all, did we? No, we really didn't have that. There were some construction zones uh, going into Dallas. But we went all those little tiny country back roads. Yeah, we did. Yes. So we were on two-lane highways at some point in time. Yeah, it was just a little. Even then, the speed limit was still 75 miles an hour. Because it's straight. It was doesn't matter. There's no traffic. That's right. All right, everybody, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. And if you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us. And tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Congratulations, Rachel and Jameson. Follow Joe on Twitter at thingsjoehates. Like us on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash things joe hates our email address is things joe hates podcast at gmail.com links to all of these can be found on our website things joe hates dot com female voiceover is provided by andrea patrilli podcast artwork is by Susie blake i'm nate goodwin for things joe hates <laughs>